0: You're listening to the Church on the Move Roswell podcast. We hope this message inspires you, encourages you, and challenges you to take your next step with Jesus. Thanks for listening. Let's check it out.
1: In this season that we're in, it's very vital to really understand who you are. If you don't know who you are, then somebody will always tell you who you are. And so when we walk this journey of God, we recognize of who we are. I, you and I, we are the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Yeah, so when the enemy want to tell you that you are nothing and that you are not worth nothing, you can always reference back to Jeremiah 29 and 11, where it says, for, this is God, he's speaking, he says, for I know the thoughts and the plans that I have towards you. Hmm. Thoughts of good and not of evil. I love this part. To bring you hope and a future and a expected end. Look at somebody next to you and say, neighbor, I do have a future and a expected end. So if you ever doubted any time in your life that your life is not worth anything, I want you to know that God already has a plan for your life. And you can look the devil right in the face and let the enemy know that no matter what you say concerning me, God already has a plan in how he thinks about me. And somebody ought to celebrate and shout unto our God. going to be reading today uh, from the Amplified. It's like a special edition Bible, the Amplified, but I was praying about what God wanted me to speak to the people, and you have such a phenomenal pastor. Matter of fact, let's just give it up one more time for Pastor, come on, Troy. The Bible, the Bible literally tells us that um, he will give you pastors after his heart. Amen. Yeah. And then there's another scripture that I love that I often say. It says that the Bible says that when righteousness is in authority, the people will rejoice. Yes. When righteousness is in authority, the people will rejoice. Why? Is because when righteousness is in authority, that means right standards, then that means that the grace of God has been presented and has been applied, watch this here, to the leader that's in righteousness, and everyone that's connected to the leader is going to be blessed. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to get into the word again. I am just delighted to be here all the way from Detroit, Michigan. Hey, yes, I, I'm delighted, and, and, uh, and I'm not going to be up here long. I'm glad to have my amazing girlfriend with me. I'm just blessed to be able to have a wife and a girlfriend. Now, I know somebody saying, Pastor, how in the world can you have both? Well, I just want to help y'all real quickly. See, you know, this might sound a little corny, but I often tell my wife that Monday through Friday, that's my wife, but on the weekends, that's my girlfriend. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, I'm feeling something right there about when I said that. Oh, my God. (laughs) I got to, God, I got to preach here. I got to get into this. Um, let's go to the book of Romans, the 12th chapter, and the first verse. Something that I do at my home church, so I'm gonna kind of make it my home church. But when I'm at my home church, anytime that we call out the first scripture uh, of everything, the moment that I call out the first scripture. We give a shout, we give a holler on it to let the enemy know we're going to raise the roof and you have no authority or no power. So let's, I'm going to try it here. Uh, Romans, the 12th chapter and the first verse. Yeah, yeah, all right. I I got some folks with me. Watch what it says because I want to really get into this. It says, I believe that's the right translation. Glory to God, if it's not. Yes. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies. Somebody say your bodies. Mm -hmm. presenting all of your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Watch this. Second verse. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after, and adapted to its external superficial custom. But be transformed somebody shall transform. Yeah, I uh-huh. change by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideas and its new attitude so that you may prove for yourself somebody say for yourself. Yeah, what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the things which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. Father, today we thank you. We choose to believe today, God, that you are God and there is none other like you. Father, we choose to believe that let all other names fade away today. God, God Harry, Krishna, Buddha, Allah, none of those names, Father, can ever come close to who you are. God, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, what I'm thinking, what I'm saying, be acceptable in your sight, oh Lord, my strength and redeemer. And everybody shout amen. amen. Look at somebody, yes, yes. Look at somebody and shout turning point. Look at somebody again and say turning point. Uh, Well, everybody in their life has came to a point in your life of discouragement. Uh, Everybody in their life have come to a moment of a decisive decision that was greater than who you were. You come to a point, a turning point, The reason why you are saved today is because you have arrived to a turning point. Yeah, yeah. Um, When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of the enemy getting the victory over your life, somebody shout turning point. Yeah, yeah. Um, When you get tired of the enemy Continually to fight you, to fight your mind, to fight your family, to attack your finance, glory to God, to attack your children, there is a turning point that you turn up. Matter of fact, there is, I don't know if they have the same saying here, but there in Detroit, uh, we got a saying that's there that says, turn up. Yeah, you know, some of the young people, however, I tell people I'm still young, but there was a point that you say, turn up. What well, turn up means that you're going to turn the volume up on whatever situation is going on, you're going to turn up. And when you get to a place in your life that you are declaring that you are victorious and that you are not the victim, but you are the victor, you're going to turn up. Yeah, so you get to this point. So the Bible says, do not be conformed. Now, literally what I love about this is that it begins to talk about the transformation of the mind. The biggest place where the enemy gets control of the believer or anybody, the first place is the mind. That's the reason why uh, the Bible says to let this mind be in you that was also where? In Christ Jesus. And I'm here to tell you, is that walking this journey, there comes a moment that in your life, that your mind begins to play tricks on you. How many of you all have been believing God for miracles, but the devil keeps saying you're not going to get it? Well, I come to bring you good news all the way from Detroit, Michigan, that if God is God, you're going to get your miracle. How many of you all right now are sick of the devil? I'm sick of him. I'm sick of him messing. But, I, but watch this. Many, everybody said that you were sick of the devil, but watch this when you really get sick of the devil, that means that you will turn the volume up in your relationship with Jesus Christ. And if you think for a moment that the devil is going to back down from you, you have another thing coming. I don't know why the church of God, amen, always think that the devil is going to back down. No, he's going to be the devil. Don't expect the devil to do nothing nice in your life. You have to get a boldness that's in your spirit. And the Bible says... That God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power. Somebody shout power. Power. Now, when it says power, love, and a sound mind, what happens is the Bible says perfect love casts out all fear. And many people, Pastor Troy, they begin to say that the, the opposite of fear is faith. Or the opposite of faith is fear. But I have to tell you, that's not true. The opposite of faith is unbelief. The opposite of faith is unbelief. It's not fear. But the opposite of faith is fear. Now, what gets a person when you are at a turning point in your life? Let's look at the definition of turning point. Turning point means a time in which a decisive change is a situation or a situation that occurs, especially with one's beneficial results. It's a turning or it's a point in time when something happens that causes a shift or an irrevocable change in direction. My question to you today. Has there been something that took place in your life that caused the shift? Oh, y'all quiet on me today. Y'all quiet. See, you have to ask yourself the question what was it that caused you to turn yourself to Jesus Christ? A bad marriage? Drug abuse? Bad relationship? Loss of finance? Verbal abuse, what was it that got you to the point of a turning point? Whatever it was that got you to a turning point, it was a benefit that God has placed on your life. Oh yeah. Watch this. I hear people say a lot that I found Jesus. Well, you never find Jesus because he's never lost. Yeah, you never find, I finally found God. God God has never hid himself from you. He's too big. You can't go over him, can't go under him. You can't go around him. This is how big God is. Number one, you didn't vote God in, so you can't vote him out. Mm. He's not going to resign, and you cannot impeach him. He was here before you got here, and he's gonna be here when you leave here. So you might as well give, I tell them, look, they always say, if you can't beat them, join them. I'm here to tell you, you better join Jesus. You know, you have to enjoy. Let me just run this on here. So, so turning point, you. When you turn and you get to that point in your life, there was a point in my life that there was a turning point. And so people said, I found God. And God says, no, because the scripture, it just cut that all out. It says, except the Lord draw you, you can't come to him. Now watch this. I want to help you all. If you are sitting in this place today and you can hear my voice, watch this here. That means that God has something special for you because he drew you. You didn't come to God on your own. The Bible said, if God does not draw you, you cannot come to him. And that makes you special. Somebody say, I'm special. Oh, yeah, I'm special. And I'm here to tell you that when there's a turning point that comes in your life, you are one individual where you are unique, you are the original. And no one can ever do what you do like you do because God has created you to do what you do. And so if anybody try to do what you do, they are a copycat and not the original because the grace is on your life and not theirs. So, when you get to this point, so the Bible talks about it in Romans 12, let me just run this along real fast. Uh, so, it says, So, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, and accept the to God, which is your reasonable service. And so, I begin to say, A turning point, God, present our bodies a living. He said, Yeah, because when you're dead, you can't offer up nothing. And I said, Okay, God will help me with that. He said, Watch this here. He said, Now, uh, let me just see the hands of those in this sanctuary that love McDonald's French fries. It's okay, I know you on the diet, but it's okay, <laughs> lift your hands and be honest. And so, Pastor Troy, when I pull up in McDonald's, I tell them up front, I want fresh, hot french fries. I don't want the french fries that you done took out 15 minutes ago and set it up under light, not me. I don't care if you got to go cook some more. Why? Because I want fresh french fries. Watch this. And God says that when you give me worship, I want fresh, pure worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying... Don't give me nothing that you didn't let be stale, and it's not worth nothing. But God said, if you really want something from me, there would be a turning point in your life that you'll start praying a little bit longer. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. You'll start spending more time with the Father. See, that turning point, I want to just get this clear. Because I get tired of hearing people say that when a person get into an accident or this happened to them, God was trying to get your attention. I want to make something very clear on this today. God never tries to do anything. When God wants your attention, he gets it. And, And watch this. And let's be clear on this next fact. God does not have to allow an accident to get your attention. He's a loving God. Watch this here. And what happens is, and listen, quit always saying, you know, God is doing this. What happens is, is that when the people of God begin to draw back from God, it leaves a gap in between you and the Father, and it gives room for the enemy to do what he wants. Y'all, Yeah, you do not believe me? Light a fire right now and get close to the fire. You're going to feel the fire. But I promise you, the more that you start walking back from the fire, you're going to start feeling a cool breeze. God is speaking to us. There's a turning point. What I love about your pastor, he's radical. Yeah. And I'm radical too. See, you got to be bold I've Watch this here. See, when there's a turning point, when you look at the Bible, and the Bible begins to talk about put on the whole armor of God and put on the breastplate and all those different things. You all know uh, those scriptures. And so it was very curious to me of why God never put on a back plate on the back. Everything God did was a helmet. Everything was in front. And I kept saying, God, what? Why? God, why would you not put something on the back knowing that the enemy is there? And God began to speak to my heart. He said, the reason why I put on a front armor is because I never intended for the believer to turn their back on the devil. The devil is a coward, and he's always want to come behind. But as long as you stand bold on the word of Jesus Christ, you can tell the devil, "Bring it!" The Bible says in John ten and ten. Let me run this along. It says, "He says, for the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy." Steal, kill, destroy. Steal, kill, destroy. Why didn't he just come and just destroy? But what he did was, see, he got to wear you down. So he comes to steal your good qualities. Yeah. See, the devil never plays fair, and don't expect the devil to play fair. Quit thinking that the devil is going to be easy with you. Devil, don't bother me today. I'm so, I've had enough of you today. Can you please give me a break? Come in two more weeks because I'm too busy. The devil, no, no, uh-uh, no. See, the devil never plays fair. So he comes to steal your good qualities. He comes to kill your influence. Yeah. See, those two things, if the enemy can get those two things, steal your good qualities and kill your influence, Then nothing that you say out of your mouth, no one is going to hear you. If you don't have no influence, nobody don't want to hear nothing you have to say. You just talking loud, saying nothing. If you don't have no good qualities, nobody, you you have no value to you. See, God is looking at more of quality than quantity. See, we got a lot of believers that's quantity, but no quality. But I take quality any day. So he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So when you kill, when you do away with the first two, then you have nothing left. So then it sends you into a place of depression. That's the reason why we have major suicide is because everything starts in the mind. But I want to just talk to you for the next five minutes about the things about a turning point. So we know what 2 Corinthians Fifth chapter. You you know what it says that if any man, if any man be in Christ, he's altogether different. If any man be in Christ, he's altogether different. And please understand that when there is a turning point that takes place in your life, somebody shout the word process. Process. I want people to understand. And this is what people must really understand, and I teach this a lot, is that many times we tell the people that the moment that you get saved, that all of your problems, all of your things is just going to fade away, all of your burdens, you're not going to have none of this. No, I want to tell you, welcome to the real world. And I tell you to welcome to the real world is because, watch this here, is that when you come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ, it's a process. That means that God has to begin to unwind the things that you were tied into. And if you will allow God, God will bring you to a crossroad in your life. And when God brings you to that crossroad, he looks, he looks to see that when a test comes, can you endure? The Bible says in the scriptures, it says, after that you have suffered a while. And I'm here to tell everybody right now, if you have not gone through anything, you will go through. But if I'm going to go through, I'd rather go through with the grace of God on my life than to go through without God. And don't let nobody fool you to make you think that there is no God. And I always tell them this, I'm going to keep trusting like I trust now. And if I get to the end of this journey and find out that it wasn't, well, oh well. But I'd rather not get to the end of the journey and didn't get Jesus Christ and find out that he's really real. There should ever always be, there should always be a turning point in everyone's life that will cause them to maximize their full potential. There should be a turning point in everyone's life that should cause you to maximize your full potential. God has a purpose for everybody's life. The turning point is right now. The the turning point in everybody's life is right now. The clock has already started. God is saying, what are you going to do? I got you. Well, God, I don't know how I'm going to endure this. He said, I got you. If you need healing, God says, I got you. Yeah. But God wants to see how radical you are with standing on faith. Let me just tell you about faith. Faith is always believing in God without proof. I'm going to say it again. Faith is believing in God without proof. Yeah. Well, Pastor, what are you talking about? Okay. See, you don't need faith. Watch this. You don't need faith to get a car. Because if you got a job, you got the down payment, you got good credit, you don't need faith. Oh, I'm talking good here now. All you got to do is just go into the car dealership and just put your social security number. You got a down payment, you can get it. But let me tell you about faith. Faith is when you got to trust God and it's blind. I'm going to help everybody real quickly in this season of A Turning Point. Where God and how God is moving right now in this season it's in a blind season. God is no longer walking people by, grabbing them by the hand and say, come on, let me walk with you. Them days are gone. But how God is moving right now is in this very simple part. It's a walk of faith. Watch this, watch this. I need one brother to walk, come on this stage with me, just somebody just to come, one brother just to walk on this stage with me because I want to show you something of how God is moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Bless you. I'm going to tell you how God, I want them to see how God moves in this season. So what I want you to do, I want you to close your eyes. Close them. I don't want you to open them for nothing. For nothing. Don't open them. But all I want you to do at this moment is to listen to my voice. I want you to turn to your left. I want you to walk five steps forward. Stop. Turn to your right. Turn again to your right. I want you to walk straight. Five steps. Stop. Now I want you to take three steps back. Now, what? open your eyes. Now what I did was, is how God deals with us. God is not grabbing your hand in this season to tell you and to walk you. In order for you to make it in this season, you better know his voice. Well, pastor, knowing his voice, what does that mean? That means that if everybody in this place start making noise, your ear needs to be keen to only one voice. I don't care how loud it gets, but in this journey, if you're going to survive in this season, the way that you're going to survive is that your ear needs to be to the mouth of God. Your ear must be to the mouth of God that you can hear what the Spirit says. Watch this. And there's going to come a time that you're going to say, God, I don't hear you. And you know what God speaks? He says, you're right. I never said a word right now. He said, because I'm not giving you nothing new because I want you to completely stand on what I've already said. God bless you, brother. you, brother. Many times, many times, We want a new word from God. And God said, There's not a new word. He said, The first word that I gave you before, I haven't changed my mind. He says, I need for you to stand. And if you have to stand by yourself, stand. The enemy is talking, but I'm not listening. If God has declared to you that he's going to make you the head and not the tail, stand on the word. I don't care if you lose your job. God is your source, not your resource. The turning point is you stand firm on his word. There's been many times And sometimes you will look crazy. But I want to tell you, in this season, you can't tell everybody some of the things because everybody is not going to believe with you. And there comes a moment that you sometimes can't say nothing and you have to have what I call a holy hush. And you don't say nothing but you trust God. And I promise you, God will never fail you. And I've always told our church, If God has declared a word in your life, I don't care if it's 1159, he will not come late. God is the only one that I know that can be late but on time. I'm going to say it again. He's the only one I know that to my regulation that he's late but he's right on time. Let me close in this. What will it take for you to make change? What do you mean, Pastor? Change. I come to church, I pay my tithes, I give my offering, I come in every time the door's open. Yes, but the change comes is because you allow sometime people to... talk to you that would get you depressed or get you down and the same people want to continue to bring garbage to you you have to make a a decisive choice that I would no longer be the garbage can this vessel belongs to the Lord and I cannot afford in this season to miss it's almost like getting to the airplane you got a ticket paid for But you allow somebody to hold you up and you run late to the airport. And the moment that you get to the door, the door has closed. And you standing there watching the airplane that you are supposed to be on that airplane because you have destiny, you have a purpose of where you need to be. But you have allowed someone to distract you from getting to your purpose and fulfilling your destiny. Somebody shout turning point. Who has been influencing your life? Who has been so important in your life that it has influenced your life so? that you rather believe what they say than God. Somebody shout turning point. point. I believe today that God is speaking to the hearts of some of you right now. God is speaking so clear that he's telling you, I have never left you. I have never forsaken you. There was a young boy that was always getting bullied in school, and every day this bully would bully him, take his money, take his lunch money, and he was afraid of the bully. And then one day, this young boy has an older brother, and the older brother noticed something was different. He said, what is it? I see you closing up. You're not responding like you need to. And he kept saying, I'm okay, nothing's wrong. But finally, that young boy told his brother, he said, every day I go to school, I'm bullied. I'm afraid. So the older brother said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach you how to fight. But I'm going to go with you to the school, and your bully is not going to know that I'm there. I'm going to be waiting on the side around the corner, and that when your bully come to attack you or come to fight you, he said, when you feel the spirit of fear coming upon you, he said, all I want you to do is just turn around, and you're going to see me standing in the corner and when that bully don't even see me i want you to know that you will never be defeated again because i'm going to stand there to give you the courage that what looks to be big is not big at all and god is speaking today that the enemy has been raising his head and some have walked in fear that you have felt that you cannot go no further. And God is saying to you today, he said, when the enemy comes to bring fear, I just want you to look up and know that I'm right there and that you are the victor and not the victim. If you're in this place, God has been speaking to you. You had dreams. You had visions. You had hope. And it seemed like your dreams have died. I want to tell you that God today wants to breathe life back into your dream. God says, don't throw away your dream. We spoke yesterday. Cast not away your confidence which have great recompense of reward. God is the God that wants to give you results and never leave you empty-handed. And today, if you're in this place and you're saying, Pastor, that's me. I know what's in me, but I have a fear of moving forward. I want you to get into a place and just come right here. If you're in this place and you're saying, there is a point in my life that I need more. There is things that God has spoken that God has literally declared in your life, but you have not seen it yet. I want to tell you, delay Does not mean denied. Delay does not mean denied. The longer the process, the greater the anointing. The longer the process, the greater the results. The longer the process, the greater the gift. And God is saying, Turning point, turning point. No longer do you do a 360, but God says you do a 180. No longer will you be at the same place, the same spot. I'd rather move slow, but it's sure, than to be running fast with no aim. You're in this place, and you're saying, Pastor John, it's me. I want that change. I want that purpose. I want that point in my life to evolve. I want that in my life, that what God has declared out of Jeremiah 29 and 11, I want that for me. I can see it. I can feel it. And if that's you, then move out. If you're saying that that's me, I believe in this place right now. There's a spirit of healing that's flowing through this place right now. Hear me. I feel it. There's a move of God right now that's moving. And it's almost like there was the, the pool that's being, the turning of the pool of Bethesda. And the man was saying, I miss it because nobody would put me in. But I'm telling you today, God is saying, don't wait for nobody to put you in. He said, jump in. And God is looking for those that is willing to jump right now. That's saying, I want to jump. I'm not going to worry about the when or the why or how, but it's me. And I need to know if you're in this house and you're saying, God, I need a move from you right now. And if that's you in this place, then I want you to come right here in front of me. If you're in this place and there is a move and you're saying, Pastor, that's me. That's me. That's me. I want you to come right here. That's me, that's me, that's me. Oh my, oh my God, God, I feel your presence. God, I feel you. It's a turning point. It's a turning point. Come. You know who you are. Come. I bind the spirit of depression. That spirit has been hovering over your home. I dismantle every part of depression right now. I command it in the name of Jesus to go. I speak to tumors right now. I speak to tumors, fibroid tumors, right now. I command it in the name of Jesus. To shrink right now, right now, shrink, dissolve right now in the name of Jesus. I speak to the spirit of lupus. I command you to be healed, be delivered, be set free. I speak to the kidney. Someone, the doctor has said that your kidney, that dialysis, I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. I speak to the red and white blood cells right now. I command it to be in order in the name of Jesus. Shandabahosi and an alamaso. Kiander de boso reba ki andate de bosya. Shandanalalamasota. I speak to cancer. I command now desinerate. Dissolve. Now go Ki amaso rabasiata Mm Mm Father I speak to the people today Everyone that came to this altar I speak change, not change for a dollar, but a change that will remain right now. I speak power to their lives right now. Father, as their hands are lifted, feel every hand, every heart. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for every parent that has children that's in school. I release Psalms 91 over their household right now. Day in and day out. Day in and day out that it shall follow them in the name of Jesus. Father, I come up against this heart attack right now, this artery that's clogged. I command it now to be unclogged in the name of Jesus. Satan, we command you now to loose every hold in the name of Jesus. And today, Satan, we declare war. We declare war right now in the name of Jesus. And it is so. I pray for strength amongst everyone at this altar that when they walk out of this place, that when they turn around, there will be that turning point in their lives and that they shall never return back to the place where they were. I speak now that somewhere in their future, they look better than they do right now. And what's ahead of them is greater than what's behind them in Jesus name. Everybody clap your hands and give God praise. Come on. Give him praise in this place. Hallelujah. Come on. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you for a turning point, Father, in
0: Jesus' name. Listen, I'm going to ask everybody to close your eyes and just be still right where you're at. If you don't know Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life, you can't beat him. Might as well join him. You can't beat him. And he's not trying to beat you, he's trying to love you. He's trying to love you, save you, rescue you. So if that's you and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord of your, Lord of your life, or You've known him, and you've walked away, and you just need to come home. On the count of three, I'm asking you just to raise your hand up high, and we're going to pray. Okay? Get ready right now. Don't even hesitate. One, two, three. Raise your hand and say, so I'm going to get right with the Lord tonight. Praise God. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Pastor John, pray. We'll lead them in a prayer. Lead all these people in a prayer. All, everybody pray with all those that raise their hand.
1: Everyone that has raised their hand, pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I choose to believe. I choose to believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ died, died and rose on the third day, rose the just, for me. just for me. I choose to believe, choose to believe that, 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 with that with my confession, right now, right now I am saved, I am saved according, to the word. according to the word. I choose to believe, I choose to believe that, when I confess, that when I confess my sins, my sins. He, is he is just to wash, me, to wash and me and forgive me I choose to believe, choose to believe that right now, right now if, I die, if i die accepting jesus christ, accept jesus christ I, will I will go to heaven and i thank you god, thank you, god for accepting me, accepting me into your family, into your family in, jesus in jesus name if you said that clap your hands and give him glory thank you
0: father thank you father praise god Listen, I just want to pray over you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you for Pastor John. Thank you for the Word. Thank you for a turning point tonight in so many of our lives, the life of our church. Father, thank you for a turning point. Father, thank you for the gift you placed inside of him to minister to us. And Father, we we thank you for those that have prayed tonight to accept you as the Lord of their life. And, Father, we thank you for the prayers that have been prayed over us. We receive them by faith. We receive them by faith. And, Father, I speak a blessing over tonight, over Thursday, Friday, and Saturday till we meet again on Sunday morning. Bless your people in Jesus' name. And all the people of God said amen. Amen. Come on, one more time let's thank you. Praise God. Thank you, Father. See you guys on Sunday. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to find out more about Church on the Move, like our service times, or how you can connect with us, you can visit cotmroswell.com.